Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Big Pop Theory Podcast, episode 31. We got 31 episodes of this thing called Wrestling Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bad Guy Jack, a.k.a. The Grand Poobah. And as always, I'm with my tag team partner, Shay Sawyer. Shay Sawyer, why don't you say how you're feeling and hello to the lovely people listening. Great. <laughs> um, Wait, I... That was that was tremendous. I forgot I was muted. That that was great. That, that's that's how you open. That's how you open up a show, baby. Right there. That's that's how you nail it. Boom. I said I'm doing good. Well, that's great. That's tremendous. Um. Yeah, because I when I said it, and then it was just pause. I was like, "Oh, I guess it's none of our business." Um, <laughs> that that's great, but um, great to hear that you're doing well. Uh, it's a Sunday evening. We always uh, record on a Sunday evening. Try to uh, talk about the week of wrestling. Give our thoughts on Monday Night Raw, uh, sometimes NXT, AEW Dynamite, and SmackDown. But we're gonna change it up a little bit here because, uh, you know. Impact has a pay-per-view this weekend. I was able to um, catch a little bit of Impact this week. Um, I don't get a chance to watch it all the time as I run through my uh, notes real quick. But uh, they have a pay-per-view. And um, why don't we talk about it? So let me I, – I thought I had my notes. I should have them handy on me at all time. But uh, this Friday – they have against all odds. Now, <laughs> Impact, I, I once again, don't watch them religiously, but I know they just had a pay-per-view, and now they're having another pay-per-view. So I don't know. It was like every two weeks they have a pay-per-view. So let's run down this card. Why don't we give us some uh, predictions on uh, uh, on these matches? Excuse me. That's uh, the cold. Like, who gets, sick in the, who gets sick around the summertime? This weirdo right here. We have a tag team match. We have Trinity and Deanna Palazzo again. G. So- uh, what's it? How do you say G. G. Saw and Savannah Evans. Giselle Shaw. I knew it began with a G. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, to be fair, I'm sick, so I my pronunciation is off for today. That's that's what happens when you have a running nose. But um. Trinity, I see Trinity and Deanna uh, getting the win here. They also announced at Slammiversary that Trinity is going to go for the Knockout Championship. So I see the babyfaces getting the win here. What about you, uh, Sawyer? Um, I gotta agree with you. That would make it wouldn't make sense any other way, honestly. So I agree to that. Um, Impact. They also have a uh, they have a digital championship. I, I don't know what that belt is about, but we have Joe Hendry. Against Dirty uh, Dongo. I don't know what's going on with this feud. So I'm just going to go with the baby face. Because uh, I don't see him dropping the title. Yeah, I'm such a undercover mm-hmm. Joe Hendry fan. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just like his, like, how he presents himself. Like, it's it's really good. Like, Yeah. I um, I um, the one thing I know about him, he has a very interesting theme, um, <laughs> and everyone sings to it. So that's 
you know, I don't know much about him, but uh, he got the crowd behind him. So I see him retaining. We have our singles. That's the key these days. You have to get the fans to sing your song. If you don't, then you haven't done it. No, you haven't. You haven't made it if they don't sing your song. Exactly. <laughs> they, you, you, you are. Um, you're, you're just. You're just another character. Right. But to be the main character, they gotta sing your song. Exactly. That's why Seth Rollins. I mean, he's. Uh, are you uh, real quick? Are you tired of the the fans doing the whoa? You know, the I'm all, all off beat, but I don't want to sound like a hater, but I would rather not. Like I don't know, like I probably wouldn't do it because it's just too much. It's too much work. It's too much. Too, I just don't. I don't want to do. Oh, it's like I, I didn't. I, no, no, no. I didn't come to sing. I'm not trying to be the next Mariah Carey. Well, that's I'm your problem. Shut up. You should totally <laughs> going to be the next Mariah Carey. It, like. It's like so it, it's like, you know what it is? It could also be hijacked. That's another thing about that that I don't like. Because you could just ah. have to keep on going with it. If you're singing a specific song that has lyrics, the lyrics end. That, you've seen it. They can drag that on for a minute. It is oh, yeah. like sometimes. That's why it's like, mm, I can do sometimes without that. I dig it. Um it, it it's uh it, it I, I get what you mean by when you say hijack it you know when you said hijack you know what i thought about you know it's been i know it's over 20 years but that what chant because that's when they try to really hijack the show when they go what 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 that. oh my god i hate it so much because i feel like it comes from such a nasty place it does at first it was just stone cold you know antagonizing people right and then somehow the crowd took it on as a way to say it every time someone who had some type of accent spoke and i'm just trying to figure out when that when that took place because that's that's what annoys me well it, it, it once it once it started i don't think it ever stopped because even austin been retired for what 19 years or something like that 18 19 years roughly and that chant is still going on and they and they, and they also uh, do that just to be like a prick on when, when someone's saying something but i do like when the superstars are so creative and they'll say something back like loser says what or something like that one time taker got them good he said i forgot what he said he said something about you uh say what if you sleep with your sister or something like that <laughs> and they said what he said i, I <laughs> I think Taker was just like, you're disgusting or something like that. I forgot what he said. But uh, we had another match, singles match. We have Eddie Edwards uh, uh, with his wife going against Frankie Kazarian. I see Frankie getting the win. What about you? Um, I'm going with Frankie. Got to go with Frankie. Got to go with Frankie. We have the Impact Tag Team Championships uh, on the line. We have the A, B, C. So I, I, I don't get it. It's Austin, Austin, uh, Ace Austin. I'm sorry. So many. Uh, we, we were just talking about it, Austin, but Ace Austin and Chris Bay are they still part of the Bullet Club? I, I don't. I don't. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know. This thing keeps going on. It's you're like, never I, not a part of the Bullet Club once you're a part of it. Well, that's not true. They kicked people out. I've no, seen people no, get no, kicked out. Still a part of it. Well, I don't know that. I mean, the no. Bullet Club has become Fast and the Furious to me. It, it just never keeps... ends. Oh my god! I, and I wish it would. It's just—it's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's what I mean. I know we're going to talk AEW uh, later, but that's when I saw Bullet Club go. I said, "Oh my god, this faction is getting stronger." Like it's just like there's levels to this thing. I'm surprised. I might form a Bullet Club. I might call it Bullet Club Thanos. Yeah. That's. 
That's it's try stopping me there. But we have um uh AB's uh Ace Austin and Chris Bag. They go against the good hands. I I'm not familiar with them. Jason Hotch and John uh Skyland, not Skyland, it's Sky. And uh I see them retaining. Uh I talking mean, about I, A, B, and C. I'm sorry. What to say? Yeah, and I know what you meant. Yeah, I see them retaining as well. Oh wow, <laughs> we're just we're just agreeing on everything. This is this is this I is, know what world is this? I don't I don't know what earth this is, but I'm scared. <laughs> we have a, a a dog collar match. We have Killer Kelly against Misha Slamovich. Masha Slamovich. Masha. Well, I said the Slammervish very correct. I made sure I was prepared to say that one. I drank some water. Slammervish. I said Slammervish. <laughs> I got that correct. Um, I mean, I, I just know this match is going to be brutal. Um, who do I see winning this? I see Masha getting the win here. Hmm. I honestly see uh, Killer Kelly winning, actually. Oh, this I've is been a big fan. Uh, you watched some of her stuff in the NXT UK, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. And her stuff was pretty crisp, right? Yeah. No, I'm definitely a fan of hers. I was very sad when you know things went opposite way. Like I feel like they should have focused on her more. But right. you know what? She's doing great for herself. So. And isn't that the beauty? Like, okay, things didn't work out. Uh, work out WWE NXT, but now she's killing it. Uh, an impact. Um, I saw. I saw the. Um, there was like a promo on Thursday, and they were. Uh, you know, she was hyping up the match, and it was the dog collar match, and, and I. Uh, I was like, oh, look at her doing a look at her in the dog collar match. That's that's gonna be something. We have the X Division Championship on the line. We have Trey Miguel against Chris Sabin. Now, I would be down for Chris Sabin to get the X Division Championship. Uh, I see Trey Miguel winning. But I would be down for Chris Saban uh, getting that, uh, getting another run with the X title. You already know what I'm gonna say. Of course I already know Chris Saban. Yeah, I mean, no shade to um, Trey because I think that he's, you know, very talented as well. Like for sure. But like, you know, I'm a diehard like Motor City Machine Guns fan. I'm gonna support my guys always. If I see them on the lineup, I'm rooting for them. I'm sorry. Right. Don't be. That's great. That's 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 called being a fan, and you're not fickle. We yeah. have. A- we have a, a eight four one match. So when I first saw this, I said, w- w- "What?" And I, because it was a lot of numbers, right? And when there's a lot of numbers, I start to get shaken by that because then follow up with that is math. I'm not a fan of math. So what? <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? You're ridiculous. <laughs> Why am I ridiculous? I'm just stating there was numbers here, and I got and then on top of that, there was a minus in the middle. I said, "Oh no," because you know the biggest fear is then they put the two dots and then the division, and then I'm sitting there going, "Oh no." So we the a four one matches to determine the number one contender for the Impact World uh, World Championship. It begins as an eight man tag. And the winning team advances, and they have a fatal four-way. And the winner of the fatal four-way receives a shot. So the teams, the teams is Bully Ray, Jonathan Gresham, Heath, no last name, just Heath, and Nick Aldis against Mike Bailey, Moose, PCO, and Rich Swan. At first, when I saw this team, I said, "Wait, is Jonathan uh, a hill?" And then I was like, oh, they put and – I, and I actually like this a lot where you have a team of babies and hills and can they get along? Can they uh, um, um, 
work together so they can, I mean, obviously for their own selfish needs to be the number one contender. So who do I got uh, winning this one? Uh, I got to go with Bully's team. You know, Bully Ray, Jonathan Gresham, Heath, and Nick Aldis. And winning it all, and this is rough too, um, winning it all, uh, I want to go with Jonathan Gresham. And that's just a uh, uh, Hail Mary because I really have no idea. But uh, floor is yours. What do you, uh, what's your prediction? My God, why is this match so intricate? Uh huh. Uh huh. So intricate. Uh huh. Absolutely. Uh, I do agree with the bullies team part, definitely. And so, what? Okay, so that team is Nick Aldis. Yes. You said Jonathan Gresham, and then who's the other? Uh, Heath. Heath. Yes. I would say Nick Aldis. That's a good pick. That's yeah. a good pick. Nick Aldis. And then we had the Impact World Championship match. We have Steve. Macklin against Alex Shelley. <sighs> I would be no, but so Steve Macklin, right? He's been on a tear. Um, I forgot how long ago he won that championship. I know it was just recent, so I see him retaining. But I do want to sit here and make an argument for Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley, um, I don't know if it was earlier this year because for me, it just seemed like everything is just so pushed together so alex shelley had that match against alexander and it was for the world championship and and they kept saying like you know he can't win the big one he can't win the big one but damn it let him win the big one dog like this guy deserves it and on thursday when they had the there was a segment the motor machine guns were in the ring with bully and uh steve (laughs) and 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 bully was like do you think you could beat steve all Alex said was, yep. Nothing else. Just yep. Here and they go. actually put and they put that on a shirt. And 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 I'm pretty sure people are gonna buy that. <laughs> Just it's great. But I would be totally down for Alex Shelley. I don't see him winning, but I would be down and I would be I would be cool being wrong. And and you know the thing too with Alex Shelley? He doesn't need to have a super long run. He could have a nice small run as champion. And I don't think anyone would have a problem with it at all, personally. I agree 100%. He's one of those people that is like, he's going to go down as one of the best ever. Like, what he puts out in the ring is absurdity, is, is the best way I can explain it. And he just, I would just love to see it. I would really, really love to see it if he won. I, I really, really would. He is just fantastic and throw all the accolades at him, please. Throw them all at him. He deserves it. No, he absolutely does. And um and I and I and I think about earlier in the year when uh he went for the his, his uh he went for the shot when he went against Alexander and everyone was praising his work and talking about how influential he is, you know. Uh I forgot everybody on there. I think uh we had um uh, I can't think of his partner's name. It's skipping my head. Not not Chris Saban. Um, th- for time splitters. Um, Kushida. Kushida, yes. Yes, Kushida. You have um, Johnny Gargano. Even was talking about how influential he was. Um, matter of fact, when he had that little run in NXT, well, it wasn't even a really a run. It was more of a like a walk in the park. But like, I, I was like, oh, cool, Alex Shelley's here, and then we never saw him again. And I thought that was like, wow. That 
I don't know if that was on him and he just wanted to have a one-off or anything like that. But I was just like, wow. He... It would have been cool to see what Alex Shelley could have been in uh, NXT. I think he would have been a, a great addition to to that roster. Absolutely. That was something I always think about like so much. But you know what? He still has you know this amazing career he's done so much so oh, yeah. not like saying anything it's just uh the possibilities is what i think of more so not that he missed out on anything because he is still a legend in my eyes so he's done it uh, no he and you and when you say even legend i you know i was uh when they when they um talked about his influence and how many other people were saying yeah i learned this from him and that and just just all that he he left an impact no pun intended on the wrestling business. Uh, why don't we go to when we're talking? Uh, we did some impact talk. That was incredible. Uh, there was some news uh, today. New Japan. They had their Dominion show. And. Um, Okada. And, and friends. I, I will not try to pronounce it. I am. I will butcher these names. And that I, I, I am not here to do that. But they are. Uh, um, defeated John Moxley, Claudio, and um, Shada. I believe the person's name is Shada. I don't think it was Yuta. but they beat they beat these guys to retain their never open weight championship. And after the match, uh, the Bloodpool Combat Club, John Moxley speaks, and he says, uh, "We have a message for you." And you see uh, Brian Danielson in the desert. And he calls out Okada. So it looked like that's going to be a match at Forbidden Door. Um, and also confirmed for uh, Forbidden Door. I feel like I've said that already too many times. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, Will Ospreay, uh, he defeated uh, Lance Archer. So he will be getting a rematch at, uh, at Forbidden Door against Kenny Omega. So we have Ospreay Omega 2. And I guess we could just keep talking AEW, um, but also too, let's just let's throw out some congratulations. I mean, uh, there's a lot of good stuff in the air. We have Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera. They are. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yes, congratulations to them and their cooking bundle. Wait, he's five foot seven. Alexa, stop. Uh, uh, stop. Stop. Can you can you just focus? No, but the, the thing says five foot seven. I didn't realize he was that small. Oh, for God's sake, stop it. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. How do you reach how do how do y'all reach the top of the refrigerator? You go from congratulations to this. Sorry. Congratulations uh, on the uh lovely couple. And also congrats to Mad Cat Moss and Emma. They got engaged. So we love we love to hear good stuff like that. And we just wanted to give all the congratulations. Love is in the air. So cute. Really? I thought it was like uh, dust. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but let's talk AEW. I had a... It was actually kind of fun watching AEW. Um, Don Callis, right? I I, I just want to go kind of out of order here, right? But Don Callis, because he, he has to... He explains uh, um, his actions. And he got... He got uh, what people were saying... Uh, Dom Heat, you know, because you know, as soon as Dom breathed, they just say, Let's just boo this guy. <laughs> and when uh, Don was talking, it must be a D thing because they both begin with a D, uh, Dom and Don. Uh, 
Don. I feel like now I want that to be a show, the Don and Dom show. Uh, huh. no. And he he goes out there. He 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 talks about how Kenny Omega picked uh, the elite over him. He talks the the stitches. He says, "I blame you, Kenny Omega," which is hilarious. There's a spot in this uh, when he's when he's uh, um, talking and giving his promo. He steps away from the mic and says, "What am I supposed to do?" Because you know he couldn't get he every time he tried to talk he was getting drowned out by these. Bo- I, I I really loved that. I th- I thought it was great heat. It was a it was great visual, especially when you saw people, um, um, just getting up booing and I thought this was great. And then Takesha said something uh, in Japanese. Uh, I I do want to sit here and say his jacket drip was fantastic. I think I think the thing is you just got to turn hill and then you have style. Because that jacket, I, said, I don't know where that's from, but that, that shit is slamming. Oh, for goodness sakes. I, 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 you I asked I, me, Don, he has a point. He He's allowed to be upset. I get him. I get where he's coming from. <laughs> Please carry on. Where is he coming from? No, I'm just saying, I get where he's coming from. Like, he feels neglected, like, and he should totally feel that way. Because Kenny was cool with his friends. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what, since you want to ask that. Mm. All right. Well, all right. Let me write that down. Now I know that, uh, yeah, that's something I didn't know. But, yeah, he got booed, and it looked like he's trying to create his own, like, family faction kind of thing. So it's going to be interesting to see where that leads to. Because, there's the, the, well, the elite, there's four of them. You know, you got you got uh, the Bucks, Kenny, and uh, Hangman, who also too. I didn't even put this in the notes, but uh, Matt Jackson, who uh, I'm pretty sure you saw the picture when he did the super kick and it exploded. Obviously, wasn't um, well. No, I don't even think that's how his foot got injured. I think it was because he was walking. Um, they took his shoe off, and then they had uh, they planted his foot on the thumbtacks, which sounds horrible. No, I, I just. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I don't even know what that meant. So, but anytime you stop your sentence, I, I, I <laughs> that's when you know you're, you're baffled. You're like, I just, uh, like, that's not even a sentence, but I, I dig it. Like, but it says so much, though. No, do it, it does because you sounded so disgusted that they first off they took this man's shoe off, took the socks off because now they really wanted to punish him. First, I thought it was a it was just oh maybe it's a foot fetish thing whatever but no they wanted to punish this man and 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 plant his uh his bare foot on the thumbtacks which sounds it's awful really weird what the thumbtacks or them taking his shoe off that okay but he's he's uh there's uh he's backstage there uh both the bucks and hangman and they're wrapping his foot up because he's injured. Hangman th- goes into a speech. But then the uh, Dark Order comes out. <laughs> and they feel neglected. You talk about neglect and you're talking about uh, uh, Don. But black, the Black. Uh, the Black. Oh, my God. Sorry. The um, Dark World Order. There's just too many groups. I'm sorry. But the Dark World Dark World Order. Oh my God! The Dark Order was like, "Oh, look, it's Hangman." Oh, we don't want to interrupt him because he's hanging out with his new friends. Although him and the Bucks go back, but now they're jealous because Hangman 
is with the uh, with the elite, and he tries to make peace with the Dark Order. He tries to go go after them. Tony asks, like, you know, where's Kenny? To which Ken he says, Kenny went home. So that should be interesting. Uh, being oh, there. this is like Jerry Springer. It's like so much drama. I can't. It is. It is a lot. I, I, you know, and and and. I don't want to say like the Dark Order was like a favorite faction of mine or anything like that. You know, they're comical. I've, I've, I've you know, I, I, I did the old giggle, slap the knee, you know, like. <laughs> but seeing them just upset that Hangman is, he's reunited with his friends. You guys sound like haters. What? Because he reunited with his old friends. Yeah, they had they had some scuffles and stuff like that. But you know, they made peace. They're good now. The the summertime. They're probably going to have a barbecue or something like that. And you guys out here hating. Aunt, Auntie uh, Mary J. Blige with the platinum wig would not oh uh, tolerate God. this. Not Yes. She would not tolerate this. No more drama in your life. Oh, for God's sakes. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, well, well, let's talk about the opener of this show. I <laughs> We were all out of order. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. Please, uh, if you want to add anything, uh, please do. We had the Lucha Bros and Ban Bandito. Bandito. And they got their ass kicked by the uh, Bloodpool Combat Club. Uh, it was a good opener. Uh, that's how you open up a show. I, I, what I did like was uh, they are keeping Yuta's momentum going. And that uh, that melee that they had on Sunday, uh, Yuta was the one who got the pin. He pinned Kenny Omega. He even tweeted about it. He said, I pinned Kenny Omega, which is great. I love that. Like if <laughs> like when I beat when I uh, went against Abraham Lincoln and Twitter was around, I would have said, yeah, I beat Abraham Lincoln on the coldest day in March. Oh, so I have Yes. But uh yeah, uh, the Lucha Bros. They, they, uh, they, they. Um, I'm trying to think who got the pin. I think um, uh, Phoenix got pinned. Um, but it's cool to see Yuta getting uh, uh, getting some momentum because someone like John Moxley and Claudio they don't need it because they're established. I mean, <laughs> he's totally the most underrated on the group for sure. Which one, Yuta? Yuta, yeah. Yeah, and and I think they're doing a really good job trying to put some uh some uh some heat behind him. Um, Daniel uh, Brian Danielson said on commentary because he's on uh, he was commentating. He said uh, there was a move that happened. I I, I wish I uh, remembered who it was, but Yuta kicked out. He said, "See, look, because he's underneath our training. Now he he, he a year ago he wouldn't have kicked out." <laughs> A year ago, he wouldn't have kicked out, but now because of us, he he's doing that. Brian calls him a little shit, so I I don't know. I guess that's that's how you can tell they're cool because someone says like little shit. But yeah, uh, the Bloodpool Combat Club gets the win. They're still looking strong and dominant. Uh, hey, we'll do a, uh, let's talk about this segment. This will make you happy. There was a Jay White segment. Uh, they gave him a mic. They him and Juice came out there. And they called out FTR. Um, <laughs> they called out FTR. They're like, why did they uh, stick their nose in our business? FTR comes out. And. Uh, a valid question, though. Quite you. 
FTR comes out and they get into uh, Jay and Juice's face. I didn't like when Jay uh, dragged in uh, Tony Schiavone, who didn't want to have anything to do with this. Tony Schiavone is a national treasure. Don't be mad because he was trying to be strategic. You're just mad because his strategic move worked. What, to have this elder man? Yes. And the, it's it's poor. That's poor. We got to protect the elder, don't we? I, shh. Well, we'll see what side of history you're on. But yeah, Jay, uh, they, they, uh, <laughs> but I love Tony here because Tony was waving his arms like, please, if you guys are, and you know why Tony was saying, please, because he was looking at Dax, who accidentally power drive somebody. So he said, if you could do that on accident, it means what you could do on purpose. Like, how was that an autopilot move for you? Like, that's, I, I just can't believe that. Like, they couldn't have done anything else. Like, cause, come on. Like, that's a little ridiculous. What, to, for your first instant to do a power driver? Yes. I'm not going to lie, Sawyer. I wake up thinking about power driving somebody. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, al I'm already on automatic power driver. But um, uh, the segment goes, and you have Jay and uh, Juice. Uh, first, they're insulting FTR. Then they say, oh, I get it. You want to be a part of Bullet Club Gold, which I I said, oh, no, this group does not need any more people. I am. We're definitely going to get more people. I know we are. And as they should, because it's a faction. It's a faction. It, it, right now, it's a tag team, right? Because it's just two people. So I agree. And I believe we're going to get a new uh, someone new is going to join. But you know my thoughts on Bullet Club at this point. I, it's like Fast and the Furious for me. It's, it's it just keeps getting stronger. It's it's. There's a Bullet Club member, almost in every place. Oh, Not yeah. almost, but like there's a lot of them everywhere. They're spreading. They there, are. There was some type of incident that was happening in New York. They would blow a console, and they would all fly from their respective um, brands to come and stop it. I would be so upset because then I'd be like, now they're flying. <laughs> I would immediately have a fit and I would, <laughs> but um, they actually did the, the, the FTR one joined bullet club, uh, bullet club gold. And that's when they took the uh, um, uh, advantage and they attacked the uh, uh, FTR. Tony Schiavone got the hell out of there. <laughs> I've never seen Tony move so damn fast, but Tony got out of there. He said, nah, 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 nah. I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, the Hills are, um, are uh, dominating the baby faces, and then Ricky Stark comes in to make the save, and he challenges Jay to a match next week. So next week is going to be a one-on-one. -on -one. No FTR, no Juice Robinson. And that's why when you mentioned them having another member, um, I, I definitely see them having another member. I don't know how big this group because I know Bullet Club is still going on in New Japan, and I don't know how many people are in that group. Uh, I know I saw something. I think I want to say today I saw something, and I saw like five members. Uh, how big do you think this group, or Bullet Club Gold, how big do you think this group gets? You think it's, uh, like, what, what's the number you think? I'm going to leave it at a, a respectable four. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I can see four. That, that that's that's. I mean, that's... they're already pretty tough. The two of them so far, with all the people they've been beaten up. Beaten up. Okay. All right. 
good 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 job there um <laughs> good job there the, all the people so but we're you not know gonna... what? it's good just throw the tag titles at them for now let let jay simmer because you don't have any good reason mm-hmm. to not throw a title at jay white if he's there so they have to find a way to occupy him while they you know wrap up other things that they have going on so if i can get your thought process right um mm-hmm. You know, he was in that battle royal, and I knew he wasn't going to win. But when he got, yeah, okay, there we go, there we go. You know, it's funny. I've heard a lot of people say that too. Like, what was the purpose? You know, um, uh, what else we got here? Uh, Well, there was a a lot of stuff going on uh, at at AEW. Um, Adam Cole and Britt Breaker they had a match with uh, Chris Jericho and uh, Soraya. Uh, Adam Cole looked like he's done with Chris Jericho because he beat him twice. Unless Chris Jericho just wanted, you, unless Chris Jericho says I'm not finished with you, and we're having a uh, another match. But I just think Adam Cole is done with Chris Jericho at this point. Um, but let's talk about this. Tony Khan. He Tony Khan loves his announcements, right? He loves them so much. He does it. He's at a point now where he's like, "What is this week four? And he says. Guess what, guys? Guess what time it is? Tony Khan announcement. And I, I want to sit here and say, look, stop. Just this, this, this announcement, right? He stretched this thing out. Mr. Fantastic is jealous on how, how much he stretched this bad boy out, right? So he sits there and he goes, an AEW collision, which will be in Chicago. CM Punk will be there, which, I mean, we all knew. We all knew Punk was going to be there, especially when Woo! they once, especially when they uh, mentioned Chicago. You know, like, what, what are we going to go to Chicago and not have CM Punk? What, what, what's happening here? The The audience was mixed. You heard people's, you, you, you saw people going, like, you know, cheering, but you did hear a sense of booze. Um... You want to add any thoughts about... I, just, I don't know. I guess I don't understand. I, I just don't understand why people are angry at him, but whatever. I'm still a fan. I've been a fan of CM Punk since, like, the first match I've ever seen from him, so I'm not going to just shift, you know? Right. Even if maybe I might be in the minority, I don't care. Well, that's good. You shouldn't care. <laughs> I think... Um, I just hope that with... with you know the, the little that we know about um, all the stuff that happened backstage and stuff like that. Uh, that Tony Khan has just made uh, the right—I don't necessarily say right, but what's the words I'm trying to find here? Um, it pays off. It just pays off. I think CM Punk—he's a big name. He's—I'm um, a fan. I'm a fan of Punk. I was happy when he came back. Um. So many matches that uh, I still want to see him have before he really hangs it up. Uh, but I just hope that uh, this AEW collision and it, from what I'm understanding, collision is supposed to be really more to see him punk show. So it's like that's his show. And uh, and hopefully collision uh, does well. I mean, I, I think I said it on air or something like that. But Saturday at 8 p.m., I, I just think that's a weird time slot, you know, Um it really is, honestly. It's weird. Um, I, I don't know. So, uh, Tony Khan made his announcements. Um, I'm looking forward to next week's announcement. 
I don't know what he's going to announce. He's probably going to announce something that he had bologna instead of turkey. I don't know. It's 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 a little ridiculous. Uh, we talked to AEW. Why don't we talk? You know, I know we both uh, did NXT this week, but how do you feel about the, I would say the little addition of, because I don't know how long they're going to be down there, Baron Corbin and Mustafa Ali showing up in NXT. Oh my god, I loved it. I, I think that's really cool. I love that they like this is something that happens more frequently now because I do think the shakeup is needed. If you know someone's has nothing to do and you maybe see a story that fits them, why not? You know? Yeah. I, I, I dig it. Um I dig it because um instead of letting people go, you could just hey, why don't you go down here and freshen up a little bit, change, change something, uh uh, 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 was it uh, um, new scenery? Uh, new scenery would probably be best for you. Baron Corbin is somebody I've said for a while. Like, um, I think I told you before. Like, oh, when they first did the brand split, I was like, oh, he's gonna be a WWE champion. And obviously, all those stuff didn't happen. But my point is, I think he's a really, really good heel. I think he's good at what he does. I just think some of the characters that he's been doing has been like, I happy Corbin. I was not a fan of that, and. Uh, what was it when he was dressed up like a waiter? I, I wasn't a fan of those stuff and, and any of those things. But I thought he put his best foot forward. And him going against uh, 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 Camelo Hayes, uh, I'm for that. And Mustafa, and I and I believe we were talking about it last week, right? Where, you know, he had that match with Gunther. It was good. And I think we both were like, well, hopefully they don't forget about him because – you know, yeah, he lost, but I thought it was still a good showing. And him in NXT, I think he could really spread his wings a lot in NXT. And I feel like it's a great fit for him because when he showed up, people did react to him. So that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, no, that really is. I think it'll be something very cool, a different it'll be a different beast for Carmelo as well. So Yep. Yep, I I concur with that. Uh, we talked impact. We talked a little AEW. We mentioned a little bit of NXT. While we talk uh, Monday Night Raw, we'll end it with SmackDown, and we'll give some thoughts about this. But uh, Monday Night Raw, there was a, there was some things that happened, but I wanted to really just talk about some of the main things. Um, so AJ Styles, right? Um, he's a SmackDown guy, right? Who cares? He shows up on Raw. <laughs> just <laughs> you know, I can't like. This draft became a joke so quickly, and I really don't understand where we went wrong. I I hear people a lot, and they say, oh, but you really believed in the draft. I did because I believe in Triple H. I believe when when Triple H does something, I I believe it. So when AJ Styles just shows up to Raw and then tells uh, Seth Rollins, and he says, um, what does he tell? He says to Seth Rollins, he goes, oh, I know I shouldn't be here, but you are. And I just want to say congratulations. AJ, you couldn't have texted him. I know you follow him on Twitter. You could have just wrote him. Hey, congratulations. But he showed up on Raw. And I just don't like that because he's a SmackDown guy. It doesn't feel special. It's, it's, it's. And so quickly, too. I know, I'm, honestly, it hasn't even been like a no. full month since. I I think I lost, when it comes to this draft, right? I think I lost respect when I saw Paul Heyman show up with his student pass. That's when I really said no. And they just tried to excuse it, and they still tried to excuse it here, where 
later in the, um, I know I'm missing up some parts. I'm going to get back to uh, AJ and Seth in the ring, but you have uh, Adam Pierce and he's making a call and he's talking to somebody. We don't even know who it is. And he's trying to get this match going with AJ Styles, uh, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins against the Judgment Day. And when he even asks AJ, do you have your gear? I'm a professional. So AJ already came in, was already prepared to invade the show because he had his ring gear. Like <laughs> he, he, he reminded me of that guy that like he comes over and is like, hey, it's eight o'clock. You ready to go? And he has his he already have his sleepover uh, uh, um, gear here. He was prepared to sleep over already. I can't. <laughs> I just, I. Why is this happening? I, I. Let me get back to it. Let me sum it down. Um. So yeah, AJ shows up. He uh he 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 tells um because the fans are saying, um, um what is it? You deserve it or something like that. Yeah, the fans said you deserve it. AJ said, Nah, you earned it. They shake hands. The Judgment Day comes out. Finn is sick of this, uh, uh, all this goodness going around. No, no, don't rewrite history. I didn't hear the actual words, but he said he wanted to puke. Did he not say that? You're trying to make it seem like he didn't have valid reasons to be like over it. He did, so but it's fine. No, you just, but we get it. You just, you, you cheer for the bad guys. Understood. Sure. Uh, I'm not even all. How did you say that? You said no, it wasn't even sure. How did you say that? Sure. There we go. I just wanted to, I wanted to get that for the replay value. Um, but um, they're all calling each other. Um, <laughs> the Judgment Day is uh, very not serious. They pretty much, uh, Finn says, uh, I can see Damien as the champ. And Damien's like, man, thanks, man. I can see you as the champ. And then Rhea says, or oh, maybe Dom Dom as the champ. To which AJ and Finn, I mean, AJ and uh, Seth laughs. And Dom, I, I like this shot here, though, because I, 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 I actually laughed. But Dom said, what's so funny? Hey, I, I beat you. And he pointed at AJ. And I, I really couldn't defend AJ. I was like, well, you, you got a point there, bro. Exactly. Exactly. It's all so funny till the receipts and the facts start getting put on the table. There was no table in this ring, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what Soy is talking about. Um. But that leads into a match later in the night with the Judgment Day against AJ Styles and uh, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. We had qualifying matches for the Money Money in the Bank. Um, Ricochet defeated Miz and Nakamura defeated Bronson Reed. I kind of wanted Bronson Reed to be in the Money in the Bank, not to win, but I just thought that would have been a great showing. But I can appreciate that they're trying to really build behind Nakamura. Um, I think they they they, they want to put some steam behind them, and I I I don't I have nothing bad to say about it, honestly. Um, okay, so let's get to the next thing. Unless you wanted to add something about the these two uh, being added to the Money in the Bank. Uh, I mean, I think it'll make for a pretty uh, interesting match. Um, yes. you know, and I do agree with the rebuild for uh, Nakamura. You know, it's necessary. He's a big name. He needs to be built up to, you know, mm -hmm. just, you know, do right by him. Because I, I think a lot of times he's always kind of been the one taking a lot of pins, especially recently. Yeah. And so just do right by him, honestly. That was well said. Well said. 
Um, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I was looking at my notes. So let's talk about uh, Trish Stratus. She uh, she shows up. Um, <laughs> mother. It's it's funny. It's the little things, right? And and her her theme. You know, you were always here to laugh, but now you had to laugh. I don't care what they say. And I said, "Oh, that's how you know uh, she's a heel." You know, one of my favorite things that was added to a theme uh, was Bob Holly, and Bob Holly. You know, he always had that that it was such a generic music. I always imaged like a truck just driving aggressively in the streets, kind of, <laughs> of music. I can see it. <laughs> but in, in his in his um. And his theme, I don't know if you remember this, but it, and it was like 2002. He didn't keep it long, but it would it was this music and it, and and it started as you know the music would play and then you hear how do you like me now? And I said that is so great. I said I love this song already, and I heard that song for years at that point. But that little touch, I said yes. I said I don't know I don't know if it's much, but yeah. So I got a little excited about wrestling music. I mean, you really did. It, it, it's really aggressive music. But uh, Trish comes out. She talks about uh, defeating Becky Lynch. Talks about Becky could crawl into the hole um, and do uh, mother things. Then she introduces Zoe Starks, who comes out with a Trish, uh, thank you, Trish shirt. And, um, you know, Zoe says, like, you know, coming to the WWE, she she wants to be surrounded by by winners, goats, if you will. And she <laughs> she got the best one of them all, Trish. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and you know it's funny because a few weeks ago Medusa was trying to really diminish what Trish like her uh, her legendary status, and that was so wild to me because you know when I look at Trish, right. And I've said a lot, like when growing up in that era, I was more of a leader fan than Trish. But you could never take away from what Trish, especially when you get older and you learn how she, you know, like she was a fitness model. Right. And then she learned how to work in the ring and become one of the best of all time and always was improving. And always improving. I remember as the years was going on, she was adding different move sets. One of my favorite, I wish they added it in the game, actually, was the what do you call it? The matrix. The matrix. It's basically what she moved. The matrix, yeah. Yeah, the matrix. And I thought that was great wordplay, by the way. And I'm just saying that she always implemented a lot of things in her move set. And even just not even moves, because it's not about them. It's not really the moves. It's the storytelling. It's the character. And she was a really, uh, um, especially in 04. Everyone always goes to 04. Uh, she was mean. Um, wanted to give that because I think Trish deserved flowers. I don't know where that was coming from, Medusa. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Zoe, um, they, uh, they, they badmouth uh, Becky, to which. Becky comes out. She's in her her in uh, her ring gear from Saturday, Night of Champions, and um, she said, "Look, you're dressed. I'm dressed. Let's do this." And like the silly baby face that she is, she gets jumped. She gets dominated. Um, Trish and uh, Zoe lays her out, 
And I have to ask once again, where is leader? Like, why is, why are you letting your, like, she says this is like her sister. Why are you letting her get jumped all the time? Leave her alone. No. She's minding her business. No. No, minding her business. That's what happened before. She was minding her business, and then a freaking dresser fell on her leg. So what she's are you minding her business again? Trust now, the process. I have trust issues, so no, I will not do no such thing. But leader, help your help your girl out. Becky needs help. Becky, I know you're a strong individual, and I know you can handle uh, uh, handle yourself. But the numbers are too much. Listen. I, I fear math, but I pass math. And when I know one thing, I know two is more than one. Yeah, because I wondered what did Becky think was gonna happen? Like, what was the planning behind that lady? There was no planning. Her emotions took uh, the better of her. She went out there. She wanted to get her licks in, and she got licked. You're banished from saying that. Uh, I was waiting for the day that would happen. Uh. We have Ronda, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. They are the new women tag team champions. They defeat Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, Raquel and Shotzi, and Bailey and Io. Honestly, I, I, I've lost any interest in this belt. Um, I think there was an interview, and even Ronda was saying, like, there's not a lot of women uh, in this division for a tag team division. I think with Ronda and Shayna as the champs, I mean, like, I look at them as champs. I'm like, I, I should care because these women are going to dominate the tag team division. But there's who, who, who would you feed them? Who would you feed them to? Oh, who, what team would you give to feed? They have to just consistently keep putting teams together. Yeah, that's the only way they they can come up with teams. Like, look at this team right here. And I know this was not uh, – this was because um, – um, oh, God. Um, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Liv, she got hurt. But I feel like this is Raquel's third partner, right? Like, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just her second. But it's just – the division is just so thin. And and I no, – you're I, right. It's her third. It is her third. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just – it's just – Nothing like I, I'm just saying I should care, but I don't. And I see them as the champs, and I'm like, okay, now what? I don't know. That's that's my only piece. I, I, uh, hopefully, mm -hmm. with you know it being on Rhonda and Shayna, maybe they could turn things around. Let's just see. I mean, we still have. You know, Isla and Alba, and we have to figure out what's going on with that NXT title situation. So, right, I'm just trying to think how could they could salvage this, right? And you know, and and I'm glad that you mentioned that team. Um, but I would want to keep them far away. I would want to build, um, Al, um, I'm sorry, Aladon and Alba Fire, because I feel like if you put them in a match, right? Just personally, I feel like if you put them in a match with Ronda and Shayna. They would, um, they should win Rhonda and, and Shayna. And I think you want to do everything you can to, for right now, protect, um, Dawn and Alba Fire. Just a thought, just a thought. 
Uh, Cody Rhodes, he delivered uh, a speech. He, uh, I'm hoping I have the, um, I do. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try to shorten it because, you know, Cody can talk. Cody's a talker. Um, and he likes to deliver his speeches. And he sat here and he said, um, in his speech, he said, uh, he tapped Moses on the back and he said, now split the Red Sea. Now nah, I'm joking. Co- Cody didn't say that. <laughs> uh, I amused myself. Cody, um, he asked Albany uh, what they want to talk about. And uh, he, um, he, he talks about what happened at Night of Champions with Brock Lesnar. He he asks if uh, Brock was satisfied with there being one uh one apiece. I don't think Brock cares personally. I think Brock <laughs> once Brock gets his win, he goes back to Canada. He's chilling. But Cody uh he asks if he's satisfied with them being one apiece. He issues an open challenge, and if uh, Lesnar needs, he will provide him with his schedule. Cody really wants to fight Brock Lesnar. I don't think Cody learned his lesson. I love Cody. He's I think- getting more street cred from this. Okay, so with the street cred, right? Can you buy a car? Like, what, what, what's what's the stuff? What's, what's happening here? Listen, whatever. I'm no. saying is this is making him look stronger and more intriguing to the audience because he just keeps going after this guy who mo- keeps whooping him, but he won't stop. People love that. They love that never say never stuff. It's perfect. What is happening here? You're so dramatic. I can't. Listen, Cody, I I love Cody. I think uh, uh, he's great for the people. I think he's a great role model. But Cody, look, my boy, you went out there and you proved that you can hang with Brock Lesnar, right? Now, Brock Lesnar won. You didn't tap out. And I credit him because... I, I'll say it again. Cody went in the ring with one arm. I wouldn't go in there with three arms with Brock Lesnar. And also, too, I would have to go to the doctor to just because I don't know where that third arm came from. But he went out there and and, and um, showed that he can hang with the beast. You have nothing to prove, Cody, but you want to have another match with him. And he even says that um, he says that. uh he he mentions that if Lesnar doesn't answer him, he's not uh if he doesn't answer him, they would just show that Lesnar is afraid of him. Which Cody, that's like going into the woods with a stick and you see a bear. You don't poke the bear. But Cody love I love that he did that because he basically like he knows Brock is gonna be like, Oh, I ain't no I ain't no I'm not scared, I'm not no chicken. I, Great I, I, mental manipulation, Cody. I love that when you were saying that you, I, because I, I, I know the real, I know the real, and I knew you was getting ready to say something. You just had to find the right vernacular. I was struggling, listen. <laughs> I saw it. I, not even so. I heard it when I heard you say, "I ain't no chicken." Yeah, like you know, what I want to say. Oh, I, uh, you're, you're, uh, yeah. I, I know exactly what you was gonna get at. Um. <laughs> It's funny. It reminds me of like someone when they they try not to curse, and the best thing they got is, "Oh yeah, you pinhead!" They're like, is that the best you got? You have to respect my attempt, okay? 
I, I saw it. Yeah, no, I, I, I did respect. I did respect. That. I salute it. Um, but he delivered a speech, and AJ and Seth uh, defeat the Judgment Day. Uh, Damien gets pinned after a curve stomp. I the curve stomp is such a uh, fun move because how he just comes out of nowhere. Um, Damien was pinning AJ, and then Seth just stomped on his head and then just pinned him. I just thought that was That's great. Sick. It's so messed up. But but Damian Priest is going to be getting a title shot next week because uh, Seth brought back the open challenge, so he will be defending the championship on uh, Monday. Um, I did want to. Uh, <laughs> I thought we should add this. I thought it was great uh, when uh, Seth. I mean, yeah, Seth. He did the old HBK uh, spot from Survivor Series 2006 when. Uh, he rolled out the ring and he put his arm around uh, Rhea. But Rhea, though, it's funny because she thought it was Dom. And it's funny to me because why would you think it's Dom if... Because Dom wears a shirt. She so, could have thought he got excited in the moment and took his shirt off. Why, why, it's, it's You're always it. trying to catch my sister off guard. Like, absolutely not. I am confused here. I, I didn't know you and Rhea were related. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I wasn't trying to get your sister off guard. You thought you ate? You, you thought you ate? Mm. I, I did. My my belly is full. Yes. Oh. Mm. Yes. Yes. Nice try. Nice try, though. But that was Monday Night Raw. Um, and I look forward to... I saw someone mention something, and they were like, well, Damien Priest lost. Why would he get a sh title shot after losing? Only thing I can sit here and say is I think these guys are going to go out there and have a really fun match, and I look forward to that. Um, and that's going to be great. Let's move to SmackDown, and then we're just going to call it a show here. Uh, I mean, really, the show was basically about the bloodline. It's pretty much uh, everything bloodline, but let's throw out some um, some th uh, some other things that happened on the show real quick. Zelina Vega, she defeated Lacey Evans to qualify for the Money in the Bank. I, Lacey Evans is cold, so cold. Um, why? why? Why do you say this? Cold. Well, when I want to say cold means she have no momentum. Like I mean, I felt like they had for the longest time. She'd been repackaged so many times, right? And then this time around, I don't know how many video packages that they had. They did all this stuff to make it like it was a big deal, only for her now to just be taken out. Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't know why. I, I I will always say I feel like how she was initially was perfect. Like she was getting so much heat. Like I don't get I don't I don't get the adjustment. You know, I didn't mind the military stuff, but you always said that when you when she was the Southern um Southern Belle or something like that, right? I've been, hopefully I'm saying that right. But yeah, that was getting her a lot of heat, and they tinkled with tinkled with that, and I don't know why they did. And I was even like a big fan of it, but I could also respect that. It got it got a reaction, and that's what you want in wrestling is a reaction. I don't think these people care right now with Lacey Evans. Uh, I I just don't I don't. She just she just she's just so cold. Um, but Selena Vega she qualifies for the Money in the Bank, so congrats to her. Um, they um, it's, I I I, I pause for a minute because I heard the ice cream truck outside. Um. L.A. Knight, uh, he went against uh, Montez Ford. And I was so disappointed when I saw this because I was like, damn. Because, like, I want Montez Ford in this match, too. 
You know, I'm a big Montez Ford fan. So when I saw LA Knight, who has been building momentum, and rightfully so, uh, when they were across the world last uh, last year, I'm sorry, last week, uh, there was an LA Knight chant. So he is over. He's really over. So I get it. Uh, and, and good for him. He beat Montez Ford. But something that was happening in the match was, you know, L.A. Knight, like every time he got offense, he was getting cheered like a big time baby face. But everything Montez did, he was getting booed. And some people are starting to say, oh, maybe it's a hill turn for Montez Ford, because after the match, he had a stare almost like y'all booing me. Y'all booing the Ford. Our fans are so fickle, like they don't even know who they want to cheer for. Half the time. No. Are people incapable to cheer both? Both. My gosh. Cheer for oh. cheer for both. But LA Knight. But I did feel like LA Knight was the one that needed to win though. Sure. LA Knight, um, He's honestly, uh, I, I want to see how the card plays out. I want to see all the participants, but it's looking like he's going to be the one to win money in the bank. And if he does, you cash in on Seth Rollins because he is not beating Roman Reigns. Are they um not doing like a second chance match thing for like the people who lose? They could. That's. I'm glad that you uh, mentioned that. That's a possibility. I didn't see anything like that, but they might do that. Uh, I would like if they could. If we could get a chance to possibly maybe get Montez in there, that would be cool. I would love for Montez to get in there. I thought he had a great showing at Elimination Chamber. And I think that uh, I, I just – I think he would kill it in a ladder match. I think, I think when you have a ladder match, like them put Ricochet in it made sense. <laughs> you know, because you know Ricochet is going to do something. He's going to flip off the ladder or something. You, you know this. Is, like back in the day when they had the money in the bank, for the longest time, all you, you, was, you knew they were going to put Shelton Benjamin in there because you knew he was going to do something. We have uh, – there was a segment with Oscar. She was on the Grayson Waller effect. And um, <laughs> the segment was cool because we had the – we had the um, EO Sky interrupt this segment. And I think she's going to have a qualifying match next week, too. I didn't get a chance to put that as a note, but I think she's going to be in a, a qualifying match. Um, but these two uh, talk trash to each other in Japanese, to which is uh, to which uh, Bailey um, interferes and then says some things. Oh, excuse me. But then. Oscar is attacked because they're all arguing in the ring. Matter of fact, when all of them were arguing in the ring, this was what set up for the match for Zelina Vega and Lacey Evans because they were in the ring. I think Raquel was in the ring. I forget. There was a lot of women in the ring, and Oscar got out of there and said, No one's ready for Oscar, but then gets attacked by Bianca Belair. I didn't get to see this interview. There was a after the show, uh, um, like, uh, I guess on YouTube, they had an interview with Bianca, and a lot of people were saying, you, you saw a slight bit of uh, NXT Bianca. And I guess for me, it's like, well, <laughs> so they're talking about Bianca turning heel, right? My question is, well, why would she be turning heel? She got screwed out of the title. She got robbed. Unless they do the thing where the fans were booing her and and she could just sit here and say, I gave you my uh, heart and my, I gave you my heart and my work ethic. 
ethnic and um, y'all booed me because I was I was confused by that. But then I said, oh, well, you could lean on that. But I didn't see this uh, interview. Uh, I think you- that would be the best way to go because it's not even it's just like multiple like they're turning sour because you know how it is. Right. Someone is a face for too long. They're like, ah, they, they, they lose their mind. It's so ridiculous. Um, and I mean, I think that the, Bianca's going to smash it. As always. And I think even with you saying the stuff with Montez, I mean, they do have a show coming up on Hulu. If they both turn and, you know, maybe they form some type of like thing, the both of them, I think that there's There's something there. Something there. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I didn't even know that they were having. I heard some about a show, but I thought it was like YouTube, but on Hulu. Good for them. I got to check that out. I feel like it was. Yeah. No, no, you might be right. Uh, You might be right. I I just didn't know, but I I will be checking that out because I I love them. They're great. Anything with them. I want to support them on that. that. That's that's fantastic. Um, and I think also too with them being hill, I think it would just be. I think it would be good. I think it would be good for them. I think it would be a different avenue, and and I think just them together. I don't know. I'm I'm a little excited just fantasy booking in my head. I just I, there's something there, and I'm not finding the vernacular to uh, say everything. I um, like how how you said wrestling fans are. By the way, actual wrestling fans. That's how they sound. They, yeah. As a rabid beast, yeah, absolutely. Just chained to the wall. You have to feel like you have a bowl, this and it's like just big mutton meats, and it just go. All right, the sounds are starting to scare me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a voice actor. <laughs> uh, now we get to uh, the main event here of the show. Listen, SmackDown is the show about uh, Roman and his family. Roman has celebrated a thousand days. He has beaten men, monsters, demons, fiends. He's dominated them. So he, um, you know, he's rewarded a new belt. What did you think about this design of the belt? Uh, You know, I don't mind it. I think it was nice. I think people are always going to find something to dislike about the title, like, or any titles. Sure. In general. It's just always gonna be something that oh, I want this, oh, I want this. Like, be happy the titles are gold, okay? Take your small victories, like you know, like the full gold look instead of like the ugly ketchup, you know, straps or that ugly tint of blue strap. But honestly, I never really cared. Like, I always felt all the belts looked fine. I, I was, I never. Like just like ah, like I throw up every time I see a belt. Like that's so dramatic. I don't think. I'm not gonna lie. That didn't even sound like you was throwing up. It just sounded like you just saw a mouse or something like that. The way you screamed, like ah, I'm screaming. You was screaming. Um, my thing with the belt is, is I just miss the creativity with the designs. Um, my favorite championship is the 2002 undisputed championship that was what to 2002 to 2005 and then john cena and i never even really hated to spin a belt it just never looked right with edge or triple h <laughs> like i said this don't work <laughs> this don't work brother um I, I just I just wish there was just a little bit more creativity uh with the with the design i i get it um you know, when they go, like, when the NBA or the Super Bowl, Brawl, Brawl, 
<laughs> Super Bowl, you know, all those things in the team when they win and they hand the championship. What do you see? That big old W. So I get it. It's marketing. And I just miss the creativity. That's all. I miss when titles just had some creativity. Like, I love the big gold. I just think it's such a beautiful belt. I'm kind of starting to be a little bit open to this new um, mini big gold. You know, the one Seth got. You know, because at first I kind of was like, eh. Yeah. But I'm kind of open to it. You know, I just I just I just want creativity and I just want to tempt. Um, but I do also love on Twitter, people are calling it the mustard belt. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I can't stand people on Twitter. I, I, I came at the right time to join Twitter. Um, but he gets this new belt. Um, he talks about. Um, so I'm sorry, I took a pause here because. Early in the night, Paul Heyman was speaking to um, the general manager. I don't know why he just – his name slipped my my mind. Pierce. I'm sorry. Pierce. Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. Yes, he was speaking to Adam Pierce. And he said, uh, you know, the Usos are not invited. He said, no, no worry. They're not invited. Uh, they're not going to come into the building. You know they're going to show up in the building. So Adam Pierce is a liar, and you can't trust him. Um, but they come out to the cele- uh, to join Roman in the ring. And uh, Roman and Jimmy exchange words. I want to see if I have all the the notes here about this. Um, but they 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 uh, exchange words. Um, Roman uh, uh, is mushed by Jimmy twice, which is awful. So Roman Roman was not a fan of that. Got a piece of his own medicine, and. Um, and um, he he tells Solo like um, you know, almost like he he hands him the mic to say he has to choose his alliance. To which uh, Sequoia says, "I acknowledge you, Roman, as my tribal chief, but he said, but those are my brothers, so he sides with them." To which um, <laughs> Roman is just like oh, he's just baffled. He's like, "What?" And um. Jay's Jimmy is like, you know, we can we can because Jay is trying to stop the fight between Roman and Jimmy. But um, Jimmy comes to a, a change of heart and he's like, you know, together, you know, together we can run this. So let's do this respectfully. Roman looks up to the sky, tear coming down with a tear in his eye. He hugs Jimmy. And then he says. No. Mm-hmm. And the, then some uh, Solo hits him with the Samoan spike, and they and Roman and Solo leave. And with Paul Heyman, to which Paul Heyman asks, "What about what about uh, Jay? He'll fall in line. He always does." Mm-hmm. So this is going to lead. I'm really interested in this bloodline story. The chapters that these, this 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 storyline has, it's it's crazy to me. You know, and we and we talk about wrestling, right? Like how fans are fickle and how some things might drag too long or maybe just ended too quick. But this bloodline storyline literally have I don't want to say so much juice left, but there's still some juice to it. And it's I like love a lightning strike almost. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and it and it's and and now with this new chapter now being like the ch- okay, I I, I Okay, let me try to see. So we had the beginning. 
We had the main event. Then we had the bloodline. Then the introduction to Sammy. Uh, I, I guess I would put Sammy and Solo in the same chapter in a way because they kind of came in that part. Uh, and then now we have this part where I guess you just call it the crumbling of the bloodline or you just say the family uh, arc. And I, and, I, and I dig that. I dig that we are going into this. I think Money in the Bank, we have a tag match between Roman and Solo against the Usos. And the thing was, for me, I always thought SummerSlam was going to be Cody against uh, Roman, but I don't see that being the thing now. I just don't see that being the thing. So what do you see as, when, when I ask, like, what do you see at SummerSlam? Everyone keeps mentioning it. It goes back to Jay. But I don't see Jay... Uh, once again, beating Roman, but I think that's what we get at SummerSlam. I don't see Roman having a match. Like I see him having a match, but not a title match at SummerSlam. Really? Hmm. So, okay, no, that's interesting because, like, so for me with Money in the Bank, that would be because you know he's going to defend. I think he would only defend that title on those big pay per views like Royal Rumble, Survivor Series. Obviously, he didn't do it last year because he was in War Games. But those kind of pay-per-views, yeah, I, I think he would I, – I, I would think he would defend it. But what is your thought process? So you said SummerSlam, he doesn't defend it. So I don't know. I just feel like his whole thing has been more focused of just, like, settling something mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, the transferring of a title. I mean, I'm sure the title, the title does mean something, but sure. it's so much deeper than that with this Bloodline storyline that I could see them going a different route. But, mm-hmm. I mean – also, it could just be that it's a title match and maybe it goes to Jay because it's it's more than mm-hmm. it, it just seems like it's settling that way, you know? Okay. All right. Understood. Understood. It should be interesting to see what this summer holds for the bloodline uh, because it's going to be Roman against his family. Uh, I, what was that movie called? Fighting Against My Family or something like that. Now Roman has, he did the sequel. Fighting With My Family. Fighting With My Family. The Roman Reigns story. And that is our thoughts on uh, pretty much this week in wrestling. Uh, I mean, I, I think we had pretty much a really impactful show, no pun intended. And um, uh, it was, it was, this was fun. Um, Sawyer, why don't you tell the lovely listeners where they can find you and all that fantastic stuff? You can find me at Shay Sawyer underscore on most platforms. And you can, you know, catch me obviously here on the Big Pop Theory podcast. Uh, you can also catch me Thursdays for a few things. Um, 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, the Women's Wrestling Army after show. Uh, that's on Women's Wrestling Talk. And you can catch me at 7 p.m. Uh, for the NXT show as well. And then you can catch me at 8.30 for a review of Dark Side of the Ring uh, for with UPR and uh, collabing with In Cat We Trust. Jesus, how do you even make it that day? No. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I've done maybe a few times, three shows a day, but um, but golly, good luck. <laughs> good stuff. I salute you, madam. That, that's, that, that, that you are a content creator. Um, and, and like, and, and here, you know, I'm here for Big Pop. I do stuff with uh, UPR. I talk NXT. I yell. Um, we're reviewing Gotham Knights. Turner sucks. Um, oh, and there's a UPR battle this weekend. I gotta like start studying for that. And um, oh, 
Um, well, by the time you guys hear all this, this would be Monday, but there will be a review on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Fun movie, by the way. Go see it if you like fun. If you don't like fun, then just sit next to some dry corn. That's the best I got. But we want to say thank you guys for listening to Big Pop Theory Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, the Big Pop Theory Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, the Big Pop underscore. Um, we both take turns uh, tweeting during live shows, and it's <laughs> once again it is fun because you get to see who is tweeting that day. You can tell by the tweets, and you could also if any kind of questions or anything like that. We have a Gmail at the Big Pop Theory Podcast at Gmail So please, uh, you know, send in questions or anything like that. Uh, we answer, and um, yeah, this was uh, episode thirty-one. On to 32. So with that said, yes, uh, with that said, say uh, goodbye to the lovely people. Goodbye to you, lovely people. Thanks for thanks for listening. Hey, listening audience. This is Mama Bad Guy. It's Dijak. Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser. You know that. He's a loser. (laughs) Yeah. And you're listening to the Big Pop Theory is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I am the captain. He stole my name. And bad guy. Yes. My blood pressure had just officially went through the roof.